What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast, online at inthisleague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud today. Now, here's your host, Bogman and the Welsh. What up? It's episode 127 of the In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Bogman, the Welsh, in the house, in your eardrums, ready to rock out with our mock out today. Get basketball. We're going to rock out with our mock out, Bogman. It's been Bogman. 11 seconds. I know. I'm sorry. We have talked for 16 seconds, so you better turn it off. We haven't talked about get basketball already. It's a basketball. Okay. Well, let's get to Let's stay in our lane, Bogman. Uh, we are in your ear holes with another mock draft. It is mock draft 3.0. This time, the mediocre podcast that could is bringing on one of the big dogs in the industry. Aaron Bruski is joining us from hoop-ball.com, and he is not only going to be talking about this mock draft, he is going to participate in it live with us. So you are going to get some mock draft goodness as it is a 14-man, nine-cat mock draft that we are going to be laying down for you here in uh, just a couple minutes here. we got a little bit to talk about and a little bit of updates here, but Bruce will be joining us in 10 minutes or so, and we'll get to some mocking. What you want to do, though, right now is you want to go check out the ITL Army. I know you guys have heard about it. If it is a new thing, check it out, patreon.com slash ITL Army. That is where uh, there's two things that are happening. One is you get a bunch of different perks. If you just want to be a dollar person, that can get you instantly into our satellite leagues, which are filling up as we speak. The only people that have eligibility to do this through September are ITL Army members, and they are filling up the satellite leagues right now. There are eight, either 10 or 12, man, depending how it fills up, satellite leagues. Each winner of each league will move on to the Champions League next year to play against us and win a ring from officialfantasyrings.com. The overall uh, record winner of the satellite leagues this year is going to win a ring from officialfantasyrings.com. The person has the best record and the most points across all eight. So we're giving away a ring just for that going into the champions league. That is just one of many, many perks, which I can tell you about here, but how are the satellites filling up right now? Uh, we got about uh 25, 30 ish spots filled up already. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it's uh, somewhere right around there. So, uh, if you want to get on and, and uh, you have the times in front of you because you are an ITL Army member, scottbogman at gmail.com and hit me up. If you don't know where to find them, they are on Patreon. So just scroll down a little bit and you'll find all the times. And that's how you do it. Uh, people are getting their first choice of times right now. So when it opens up, no guarantee of any or what leagues will be open at what time. So you got to take what you're getting. But if you don't want to mess with that, the Army's the first place. If you're trying to find it, in this league.com has a link to it. The other stuff is you can get in the group me rooms, which is a, there's a basketball room where you can ask start and sit questions. You can ask trade questions. You can talk to us as well as a horde of other ITL Army members that just want to talk basketball. There are a bunch of other sport rooms. We do secret shows. We do, we're going to be doing a live mock draft, actually. I think our, our secret show in October, we're going to do an uncensored mock draft, uh, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. The uncensored <laughs> ones are the best. And uh, we do lots and lots of different fun things. But one of the things you might be most inter interested in 
is we've got a couple tools for you in your basketball drafting this year. Bogdan put a nice cheat sheet out with lots of really cool stats and all the guys laid out. Plus, our initial rankings have dropped. You can get all of our position rankings up. October 1st, we will be updating them, and then you will also get the top 150 or 200, whatever we end up doing. You'll get the overall and the position, and we only update it there. We'll put some version of it up on the website, just one of them, but we're also going to update them closer to draft. So if you want an early start, you want to make sure you got access to updates and access to us, the ITL Army is a place plus. It is the sole reason that we can continue doing what we're doing. I'm not going to spend any much more time on this, but it um, we are completely independent in everything that we do. So when you guys join up with the ITL Army, you are directly supporting Bogman and I. You are directly making this podcast great, making it continue, and making us be able to do really cool, interesting stuff like have you know great guys in the industry come on with live mock drafts, and we can you know help further the fantasy basketball podcast world. It is not a big world, but we try to have a big footprint in it. And uh, don't hide us from your friends. Put us out there, and uh, if you want to help us out and make sure that ITL sticks around for a fifth year, the Army is the place to go. Right, Box? That's right. And if you can't if you can't do a dollar on the army which look some people can't understand can't uh, afford whatever just retweet the show post it on facebook put it out there just yeah. put it out there let your friends know don't hide us from your league mates uh just you know get us going yeah don't I be a w- bag with your itunes reviews put up a nice <laughs> five-star review if you don't have anything nice to say <laughs> f- off and that's yeah. the best thing we can tell you Right, exactly. And, you know, I just really want to quit my job and do this five days a week. So uh, the quicker we get that uh, ITL army filled up to where I possibly can quit my job, we can have stuff put up here every single day. Damn right. And uh, that's that's the hope and that's the plan. And uh, everything that uh, we are putting together uh, is leading to that. So uh, when you guys are in the army, appreciate it. And like Bogman said, if you're not, Lots of other stuff, iTunes reviews, sharing the show, interacting, all that type of stuff is the place we need to be. Go and say positive things on Reddit, which would be a change. You know, go do those type of things. <laughs> I mean, positive positivity on Reddit is few and far uh, between. Reddit is like, I don't know for what reason, but Reddit hates Roto World. I don't know what Roto World did, but they hate him over there. Oh, do they really? And yeah, yeah, just really dislike him. I think it's because Roto World's popular. Oh, yeah, I would uh, say it only is popular because I feel like Gallagher is like a man of the, the basketball nerd. Yeah, you would think, but I don't know. For whatever reason, people, like, I think the thing that bothers Reddit the most is that they, like, some people on Reddit think that one person, like, sits and does every single update on Reddit because you'll get different opinions on the players on Roto the World. Update. Yeah, yeah, on Roto World. That's that's what I said. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but so um so anyway, like somebody thinks that like only one guy is sitting there doing the updates and like you'll get an a like two different opinions on the same guy within a day. And, and so people are like, well, Roto World said this and Roto World said that." Like sometimes they they're like uh the lady that thought 4chan was a person you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why do they only say this? Why do they only say that? Well, you get different people on there. It's different opinions. Yeah, exactly. So why not change up the scope and the culture and make ITL the big brand that could? And uh, we would love it. And uh, your support is always, uh, you know, the, the the interaction we get with you guys, all that type of stuff. It is so crucial. So uh, keep it up. And uh, we implore you I, to, to I actually interact. Saw, I actually saw a good Reddit comment for us the other day. I don't day. believe that. Oh, for us? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was uh, 
Uh, and it wasn't followed up by a snarky comment. Who did you either, pay? Either. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I got a new uh, Reddit account. I, so. I don't believe it. Well, I, I was about to say, Bogman, <laughs> are you the Kevin Durant of Reddit? <laughs> what a perfect transition. Let's let's get into it. We got a few things we want to cover before Brewski comes on. That is actually very positive to hear about um, about Reddit. I'm sure it isn't a Twitter handle. This is not Scott Bogman ITL, clearly, <laughs> uh, dash R. Or dash you right. dash um, whatever it is, you know. So go put out good stuff into the world for ITL, and ITL will return to you tenfold. It's like Jack and the Beanstalk, you know what I mean? So put it out there, and it will grow plentiful. But we've got things to talk about, uh, just like um, Bogman's fake Reddit accounts. Someone else has got some. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what that dang old in this league. Talk about www.com. You made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. So, this is an amazing story, and I know, I know people have to know, everyone that's listening to this has to know about this, but Skip Bayless was kind of caught doing this where, he, like, he commented as himself, but another account, like, like he thought he was on one of his fake accounts. Which switch accounts. Yeah, right. and he was still on Skip Bayless, and it was like, oh, Skip is the best, and, and this, that, and the other thing, well... Kevin Durant was caught doing the same thing. This Some dude, it looks like Cole Cashwell, tweeted him and says, Man, I respect the hell out of you, but give me one legit reason for leaving Oklahoma City other than getting a championship. Then <laughs> KD responds i just i can't i can't believe it in a response which is clearly supposed to be someone else it says from kevin durant's account imagine taking russ off that team see how bad they were katie can't win a championship with those cats another one <laughs> it Are was you- either like he's saw he's either just gone completely opposite way and he's talking in the third person or uh, he forgot to switch his account. He, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ. And this is coming from Durant's Twitter handle. <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened ever. What's worse, Kevin Durant doing this or Ted Cruz liking porn? That's a good, wholesome, sexy thing to do. Oh, Kevin Durant doing this. I mean, everybody loves porn. I mean, I guess as far as image goes, it's probably a lot worse. I think it's worse uh, for Durant. Yeah, nah, Ted Cruz think, looks. Ted Lu- Cruz, though it looks even creepier than possibly Ted Cruz could look, he looks more like a human being. Kevin Durant looks like the pettiest mf'er we've ever seen. After he put out shoes that are like a bunch of people writing of all the complaints of Kevin, Dur- the things that Kevin Durant has overcome on his dumbass shoes, and he's caught doing this. It's incredible. What did he overcome on his shoes? I don't think. Oh, I, I all I saw was somebody. Uh, hit him up and said, "Hey, how about you send me some of them shoes because I'm a broke mf'er." And he just he just DM'd him and said size and address. Oh, did he do that? I didn't yeah. see that. No, hold on. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Kevin Durant bottom of shoes. It's his brand new shoe that. Oh, why can't I find the the damn picture? He's got all this like writing of like you know won a championship. You haven't seen these? No. Okay, hold on. I gotta Dude, find this. Like new. you know, I love Kevin Durant. He's probably my favorite player in the nba but uh, i don't care about shoes you know how i am like uh, all this this stuff doesn't really phase me one way or the other. i'm not gonna go and get the new kds as much as i love kevin durant you know it's just i wish I'm you not, would th- they're just too expensive man if he Here is it like is. the the kd shirt that was 20 bucks then sure how much are these shoes probably 400 dollars. so here's what's on the bottom of them i swear to god it says lame doesn't care about the fans cheat code a uh, follower 
uh, snake, soft, super team. This is all in black. Arrogant, blah, blah, blah. Then on one shoe, it says 16 and one in yellow. 2017 champs in yellow. Then I swear to God, Bogman, it has every stat line he had in the finals. 38, nine and eight. 33, six, three and five. And then at the bottom, it says finals most valuable player. They're the most ridiculously arrogant shoes that ever and everyone responds fire fire it's so ridiculous it's the dumbest well, thing on the planet. tell me what's untrue about that no I'm, I'm not saying it's untrue did i say it was untrue no, no oh yeah I'm, no it's not untrue you just look like a dip Nah, i don't think that's fine yeah. i mean like have you heard kevin durant brag about anything that's like the only braggy thing. well no the only of thing course I've not we hear other do. people all his fake accounts doing it for him <laughs> Well, you got me there. Yeah. So. All right, Boggs. So what does <laughs> what does Bogman UT Superfan, which is clearly not your account, what would he do to defend Kevin Durant? Because clearly, well, Kevin Durant's got people working on this. You know, the Welsh. Uh, there's no way that he would possibly put this out. There's no way he would think those things at all. I think that. Uh, Kevin Durant is just a nice guy. He has no chip on his shoulder at all. He would never come out with shoes that have his stat lines. See, what this sounds like is like this should be like an account he has that you're helping him with. You know what we need? We need like our own. (laughs) This would be great for all the for any of the trolls that want to be out there. We need to have like like someone's asking like Bogman. I really hate your take on um uh uh, how about kid kid Gilchrist? Let's just throw a random one out there that means (laughs) nothing. And then you could just troll anybody that says anything like no f you man. Bogman's the truth. Bogman's the truth. You don't know what you're talking about. Gilchrist is garbage. The truth. Bogman knows all about it. It's uh the the (laughs) the Twitter would be uh so it'd be unrealistic. It would be big. Bogman and uh, <laughs> he would be like no way man Bogman's been right about players all the time in the past and MKG is going to be garbage if Bogman says he's garbage and That's then also it. if you look on the stream you're also talking to like 3,000 porn stars just like look at it man like let me slide in those DMs let me slide in those DMs oh my god That's the one that Mia Khalifa loves you know what so. all I want in the world is access to those fake accounts because how much you want to bet some dirty work was done for Durant on some other chicks. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. Oh, my 100%. God. I want into the world of Kevin Durant's Twitter. That's all I want. <laughs> I'm not interested in anything else he's doing except for his Twitter so account. So you now. want to leave this job and only work for Kevin Durant working his uh, Twitter for side chicks. That'd be great. You only need a week, and you can blackmail him for any of his crap. That's amazing. This God. is amazing. I don't like the way your brain works. Jesus. Uh, th- this is this is Troll Welsh. This is Troll Welsh that's <laughs> talking here. Welsh. It's not really Welsh. It's just Troll oh, Welsh. God. Like, man, I want to ruin his life. I want to take everything. Take his money. That's just Troll Welsh. That's not really me. That, that was actually hacked. I was totally hacked. <laughs> that was hacked. All right. Uh, that's a little uh, bit of that. That's Troll Welch. That's what it is. Yeah, Welch. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, God damn yeah, well, Kevin Durant is hysterically making himself such a, it's it's funny the the meme character he's become and it's just growing. He's just increasingly growing into becoming our version of the crying Michael Jordan at this point. <laughs> like you the real MVP or you know take you know the picture he did of going to my new team and now he's got his fake Twitter accounts. It's so awesome. Thank you Kevin Durant for always creating content. The other guys that make some content though is Zach Randolph who is big old uh, big old uh, pot dealer apparently, and uh, he's getting off with uh, hundreds of hours of community service. Must be really good to be a professional athlete and just like wasn't he arrested for like intent to distribute? Yeah, because he had it all in a bunch of little baggies. <laughs> what? They don't 
get it. That's. What? I mean, that that it looks like you're about to distribute it. So they legitly. Get for, like if it was just one big garbage bag of pot, they wouldn't be able to get him for intent to distribute. But I mean, it, he pleaded it down anyway. He's gonna get community service, and I think it's two misdemeanors and 150 hours of, com- of community. Let me service. ask you something. Do these dudes? Do they go and look at a guy like Antoine Walker, and they're like? Man, I can't have my money go down the drain in casinos. I can't have failed businesses. I got to sell pot. I got to sell some weed. That's the only way I'm going to make it out of this slum <laughs> of millions and millions of dollars. And the investment that these go buy a f-ing car dealership, please buy a car dealership, <laughs> buy a subway, <laughs> buy a pizza hut. That's how Magic Johnson made all his money yeah. was uh, from subways. He owns like. A million subways. Yeah, he owns the Dodgers. Yeah, he knows owns the Dodgers. You know why he owns the Dodgers? Because he bought a million subways. Yeah. You know how he didn't get rich and and buy the Dodgers? Sell the weed. Sell the weed. You don't need to sell weed. Well, well, well. If it isn't Mr. Nice Guy. Come on, Uh, man. Jesus right near the beach, boy. boy. I don't get it. I is the I love Theo idiots. Huxtable, but he needs to not he be needs involved some milk. with pot anymore. He needs Zach Randolph <laughs> needs milk. some milk. I don't know what his problem is. He on that mojo, girl. Get him some milk. Uh, gonna get suspended in the year. What do you? What would you guess the suspension is? Well, you know, we had uh, Jonas on, and Jonas was talking about him being around ten games before this stuff got pleaded down. So I would say somewhere between five and ten games, something like that. Nothing. I mean, didn't they give he's the gonna do a dime? He's going to do a dime on it? A dime for a dime. Nickel? Um, Nickel ain't nothing. Dime for some dime bags. Uh, no, I think the guys that beat up on their wives got ten games, right? So he'll probably get half that. I'd say right, five. Cracking down. All right, so he's going to do a dime. How much a dime cost? <laughs> Tell me, Zach Randolph, how much, how much a nickel cost, actually. That's what you're going to be doing. <laughs> I remember back in my day, a nickel bag was a nickel. Ain't going to be that. It's going to be six figures. I'm going to tell you that. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> um, how about your boy, Bruno Mars? It's not Bruno Mars. It's Bruno. How do you say his last name? Caboclo. Cab- Caboclo. Caboclo. Okay. First, Mr. Samir Naga. Naga. Not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> he is. Uh, didn't they call him the Brazilian KD? Does he have a fake Twitter? Uh- Maybe he's the guy. <gasps> Maybe he's the one that has the fake. Kev- Maybe he's managing his account because he wasn't. Would he's not you rather be Brazilian KD or Mike in Brazil? Because Ooh. I would much rather be Mike in Brazil. Did you know Mike in Brazil just got married? What? Yeah. I, that's what, uh, or no, it was maybe the MILF Hunter. No, that was the MILF Hunter. Never mind. Oh, uh, it was a MILF Hunter. Not, I mean, they all work for the same site for a while. So, do you think I can see how you got confused? I was going to say, uh, I mean, did he marry Coco? Because I know what Mike in Brazil likes, and I don't know if there's one that can make him settle down. Do you think Mike in Brazil's still alive? Yeah. You think so? He's probably in Brazil, just doesn't have a camera anymore or you something. Sure? Well, or um, maybe he's Mike in North Carolina now or something. Who knows? Yeah, it's not Mike in any of our faces and uh, any of our attention. Bruno um, with the Raptors, apparently they're saying they're going to use a zero to- tolerance policy, hopefully on his tweets as well, because he is the Brazilian KD, for him going into this year because he had behavioral issues in the G League last season. He was removed from the Brazilian national team this summer after refusing to enter the game. 
He's 21 years old. He's got the. He, I guess he's. He really is the 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 Brazilian KD. He's off to a great start. Um, I mean, I don't know how much of a story this is because it's him, but it is funny that behavioral is- issues came up with Brazilian KD right when KD is being accused of all this Twitter stuff. So, uh, it's funny. I would like to see this guy get some more court time, but the Raptors are good. Well, he has to, like, he they, has they, to like walk into the game. He doesn't they, like to go into games. <laughs> they should trade him to the Nets or something and or give him the Lakers somewhere where he would actually play this season. That's yeah. that's what we want to see from this guy, but I just don't think he has much. No, I, I don't think so either. Uh, Miles Plumley he re-signed with the Denver Nuggets, so there's another big man that's going to be out there in the Jokic world. There's a replay. You know I mean? People want to That's sell us scary, on thirty right? plus minutes. They don't think they need it. Plum, Plumley got a he got a chunk of change. Yeah, it's weird with uh, Jokic because I mean Jokic is really good and he doesn't have to have thirty minutes. Uh, you know Gallagher made that point in the last show. He's twenty eight minutes, twenty seven minutes, and he's going to be just fine. But it's weird. It it seems like Denver finds a way to screw with the front court guys that we're excited about every single year. I True. mean. Yeah, because Jokic for a while wasn't that great last year. And then in the back end, he was a, like a top four player. So it's just always strange because you already had Fareed. They already had uh, Plumley, and they re-signed him. And you add Millsap into all that stuff. So it's just like I still think Jokic is a top ten player. And by the way, but, I think I said Miles. I meant to say Mason Plumley. So someone probably this is, someone probably like tweeted me like, oh, and they didn't listen to the whole thing. Mason Plumley, forgive me. Oh my God, don't rip <laughs> me apart. I said Miles, it was Mason Plumley. Forgive. Three year, forty one million dollar contract. By the way, too many Mileses doesn't make it. Too many Plumleys. Too many damn Plumleys. Yeah. Oh, like twelve Plumleys. of them. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm so tired. I'm not even saying stuff right, so it All doesn't right. matter. Yeah, I mean, I just like he's probably going to be fine, but it just seems like Denver finds a way to mess that up every single year. So, uh, you know, don't get frustrated with Jokic if he doesn't start out the way that you want him to. I got the deal. Trade Mason Plumley for Zach Randolph. Bring Randolph to, to Denver. Oh, my God. That would be... Can you imagine? You think uh, You think uh, Mike in Brazil doesn't want to get off the bench? Yeah, man. All right. Uh, there you go. That is just a little bit of news and notes for what there is you know, around the NBA right now. But... Um, we're going to get some games going on. We're going to get some preseason action happening very, very soon. So you guys are going to want to dial into everything and be right here because we're going to have you covered. But right now, the ITL guest line is buzzing. It is mock draft time. Let's get down to it. It's 14 teams, nine categories, Bogman, the Welsh, ITL members, and Aaron Bruski. Let's go get them. Welcome in this league. I love you. On the ITL guest line now, he is the creator, the master, the chief, the king, the overlord. He's maybe not the king of the north, but he is the king of the hoop-ball.com. He is Aaron Bruski, good buddy of ours, and he's going to be mock drafting with us in all of its painful glory and censorship. Bruski, what's going on, man? Dan Bespris is going to be mad you didn't call me El Arquitecto. El Arquitecto. Mm, I like that. I like that. That, that could be a new Twitter handle. Um, I'm a fan. Maybe, maybe, but um, I'd have to opt against the simplicity of Aaron Bruski. That's a very good that's point. The, uh, that's your second handle. So when someone criticizes you, 
criticizes you, yes. Brewski, you can go on. Brewski. Uh, as El Architecto. That's right. El Architecto. Anytime anybody says anything negative about Hoopball, you just go on that account and you blast them. And no one well, will why, ever know the wiser. Why forever aren't thou talking about these things? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just get some Hoopball shoes and you could write all your accolades on the bottom of the soles. <laughs> Never a slow news week in the NBA. No, there's not. It's always a great thing. And it's good to have uh, Aaron on from hoop-ball.com. You guys want to go check it out right now. There are tons of pods, tons of information. I know you guys got a draft guide. Uh, give, us the, give us the real quick pitch on uh, what people should be looking for. Okay. Um, we're going to do a coupon code for you guys in this league. Oh. Uh, we'll, we'll do, uh, let's go with... $2 off either the draft guide and or the season pass just for being a listener. Oh. Uh, we love what you guys do. The draft guide has 350 pages and counting 150,000 words of analysis. And that's before the tools and all the stuff. So uh, the Brewski 150 just got released for the early, early folks. But that will be included as part of the draft guide on 10-1. If you need it early for whatever reason, we have a price point for that. But uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. We're just right in the middle of the thick of this. I know. We know how it goes. All right, there you go. Go over to uh, hoop-ball.com, and you can get two bucks off using the promo code in this league. Do it, gentlemen. Don't disappoint, because you will not be disappointed. I promise you that. So it's good to have you on, Bruce. I feel like it's been it's been a minute. It's been a little minute here. So it's good to kind of catch back up here. And what perfect fashion, then, to do it in mock draft style. So obviously, no holds barred. Um, we're going to feel the pain. We're going to set up everything that we're going to do here. So you feel free to, to let it all go here. And the draft order, I'm going to put the draft order out real quick. And then um, we're going to get where, where you're thinking you want to go, Brewski. Drafting one, looks like this is Joe Mitchell. It says British BGM. Oh, F British BGM. I get it. Get money. <laughs> it's an ITL thing. Uh, I'm drafting two. Rashawn Thomas? I don't know who that's that is. That's Thomas. Okay, it's Thomas Wilhelm. It's always a, he's a ringer. B-Dub is at four. Miles is at five. Eric Cooper's at six. Bruski's drafting seven. Jay, uh, Jay oh, the basketball guy, is drafting eight. We have got Stevie at nine. Andre at 10. Brett at 11. Anthony at 12. Risky Mike Risky Business at 13. And Bogman is drafting on the wheel at 14. So as we do a 14-man nine cap, Bruski, what is what's kind of the goal and the main plan here since we're all kind of spread apart here there's no really giving away secrets that you're looking to do uh seven is kind of on the threshold of where i want to be uh there's a lot of depth in the first half of the first round so uh i'm okay getting in that five six range uh it can it can backfire a little bit um but i'm, I'm pretty comfortable in that seven slot and i like being in the middle of the draft um, I hate being on the ends. It's, I mean, there's value to the number one pick and never argue with it, but just having to plan around having two selections in a row um, in the middle, I can kind of pilfer a little bit better. Uh, so that's what I'm looking for in a 14 team draft. It's a lot deeper. Yeah. And so uh, you're looking at the top 100 to top 125 guys as actual starters for your team. So those are the kind of things I think of heading into the draft. What uh what player if if you could hone in on a player real quick that like in your perfect scenario is dropping to you at seven? Oh, it won't happen. But like Curry, um, <laughs> I, and Westbrook dropped to me at eight in a draft. I thought that that was pretty uh pretty crazy. Uh, in a perfect world, I think like I don't know. It you know it seems pretty simple that you're gonna see kind of the Giannis. Uh, the, the the Kevin Durant, Harden, Curry, Carl Anthony Towns are going to go one through five. 
And I think after that, it starts to get a little bit, you know, hectic. Nikola Jokic was a, a hoop ball, you know, guy last year. Um, but this year, he might be a little overpriced. Yeah, well, um, I mean, that's that's always been my argument here. Uh, we got about a minute and a half. We'll talk through all these when we get in here. Bogman, what are you looking to do on the wheel? I mean, mine's pretty easy. I'm going to just throw it out here. I'm taking Carl Anthony Towns or GA. That's what I'm taking. One of the two. Um, I'll be happy with either one, so there's no disappointment, at least on the first one. But where you do, what are you looking to do on the wheel, Boggs? Center and best player available, I, I think. I'm hoping that Gobert falls to me, DeMarcus Cousins falls to me. Uh, some type of a big man because, you know, being on the wheel is tough if you don't take one with one of your first two picks coming back. They're usually all gone, especially in a deeper league like a 14-man league. So I'm looking for center and then best player available or possibly even center center. I might do that. Yeah. You know, so that's interesting that you said that. Brewski, something we said off air. We actually got a couple more minutes here. Um, we were talking when we were kind of getting this all set up, and we were talking about how, I mean, obviously after like eight, maybe even seven, it gets kind of squirrely. And how horrible big men are this year. It's really, it's a, it, it can be a, a, a big old hole in your lineup if you wait too long. That I kind of like the idea of attempting to go big man, big man on the wheel. This scenario does not bode well for what I was, my, what I was proposing. Like I like this idea of like a Gobert and Miles Turner on the wheel. No way it's happening in 14, man. But just real quick, what do you think about going heavy big men short uh, or like early in the draft as well if it's possible to go big man, big man on the wheel? Yeah, if, if a scenario like that presents itself, sure. I mean, um, but that's – I think that's about as – is that's the only scenario I think I can see actually doing that because you start to look a little further down the list for big men. You know, you got your Hassan Whitesides, your, and this is in no particular order, actually. You, you know, Whitesides, Porzingis. Um, I mean, nobody's crazy enough to take Joel Embiid that high. Um, you know, really, so it gets thin real quick. Each of the guys that, you know, I mentioned, even Rudy Gobert, like, you just worry about him. He's had some injuries in the past. Um, you know, the blocks are so critical for all of these guys. If they don't get the blocks, they don't get that value. So any la- la- probably loss of athleticism, or even if they just start playing position defense more, can really, really hurt these guys. So uh, that combo, you, you said I would go with that. But, yeah, good luck getting that in a 14-teamer. Yeah, I mean, in a 14-team, it's just not happening. Because we were breaking down, if you could get some pairing of Gobert, Turner, DeMarcus Cousins, that would r- look really nice. But the more and more that we do this, and you, I mean, you can't, you can't force things. You can't force a you know, square peg in a round hole. But you really want to come out of the top two rounds with the big men. If you do, if you're, if you've done that, you're putting yourself in a really good spot. You know, I, I have multiple times had a, a good big man with Embiid, and I know people, a lot of people don't like Embiid. You know, we've had this conversation with Bespris, and Bespris is not a, um, he didn't like my pick in one of the mocks we did, but. I'm an Embiid guy because of how bad the position is, and I will reach if I have to reach a little bit, especially on wheels. So that one mock that he didn't like for whatever reason, when I got Carl Anthony Towns and Embiid, that was, was a magical situation for big men. And I was able to piece together some other really good parts. I think I had Chris Middleton, Goran Dragic. So scenarios like that, it's, it's a fun way to kind of you know work through it. But Bogman, you're going to have this really difficult task at 14 of... I mean, I think I think you're going to get Miles Turner, which I know you'll be happy, and I think that's where you're going to go. Like, take a guess real quick, because I don't think you did that, Boggs. You, I know your best case scenario is probably Turner Gobert, like we talked about. Give me the realistic scenario that you think you're going to walk with. Uh, like John Wall and Turner, something like that, or if Chris Paul falls to me, or if LeBron falls to me, one of those guys plus Turner, like whoever falls plus Turner. 
is probably what it's going to be because I'm going to assume DeMarcus Cousins is going to go before I pick. So, so what you're saying is we won't be able to play the rap song, the Chris Paul, John Wall rap. Probably not for me. No, I'm definitely taking a big man. We have, we, have a, we have a rap sounder, Brisky. We have a rap yeah, sounder. I was going to say, what's up with that? Yeah, we, we <laughs> totally have it. I made us a whole rap sounder for Chris Paul, John Wall. It's a song. Maybe we can play. We've had it in the last two drafts. Dusty has been able to put those teams together, uh, but not in this one. All right, so here we go. Let's get set here. It's a 14-man, nine-category draft. I'm two, Brewski seven, Bogman's 14. Strap in. It's going to get wild. And remember, you'll be able to find the draft results of this at InThisLeague.com. On the nav bar, just search Mockout get the draft results you can look at it while you're listening to the episode so much fun here we go it's in this league buckle up buckaroo all night all right here we go carl oh, carl anthony towns one i mean i you know i like doing this because ga is probably my favorite player in the nba and i want to see if i can pair a big man with him no worries Giannis and Titicuumbo, which I could not say that three years ago on the team. <laughs> or right it's, now. Or right now. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what is it? Am I saying it wrong? And Titicuumbo. And Titicuumbo. You, you just invented a few syllables. That's true. Uh, say I mean, it, I do Bruce drink. Geek. I do drink. And Titicuumbo. And Titicuumbo? And I say it with an accent for some reason. Yeah, that was very, like, accent-y. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant. Titicuumbo. Kevin Durant He's goes Italian three overall, now. So. All right, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's Italian, but he's from Greece. Steph Curry goes four. So, Brewski, you're looking at, I mean, you're looking at uh, Kawhi. And, well, Anthony Davis goes five. So you've got, I mean, where Westy is Russ? Hart, Kawhi, Jokic. You, got, you can take Russ, Harden, Kawhi. What are you thinking? I'm sitting here. I've got just one pick before me, and I've got my choice of Kawhi and, and James Harden. And, and really, you know, Punting turnovers is is something that I'm pretty comfortable with. I'm not a big yep. punter, um, but you know, with James Harden, that is, he is as dynamic as and safe as they get. I'm not worried so much about Chris Paul eating into each other's stats, really. Um, so I, I'm gonna probably um, take your oh, boy. I'm You're up. with either of them. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like Westbrook. So I do get to pick between the two of these. Yeah, you're good with Harden. All right, you got Harden at seven. Westbrook went before Jokic at eight. Kawhi Leonard at 9, there goes Rudy at 10, and Chris Paul at 11, Bogman. So mm. what do you think? Huh? I'm ho- Well, Whoop. there goes Cousins. Nope. All right, well, it's exactly like I said. Oh, what it's... if Miles Turner goes here? Oh. <laughs> no, no, he's not going to go here. That's not going to happen. That would be so amazing. I would give nope. anything. Nope, not going to happen to Welsh. Don't be a jerk. Mike Risky, no I'll way. give you 5 bucks right now. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Okay. I mean, I like Kyrie I don't Irving, but... I don't hate it. It's just a bit high for me. Is I'm going to go LeBron, and I'm going to go with Turner. So I yeah, I figured you'd go Turner. All right, Bruski, what do you think you're coming back? You said you're, you're, you're comfortable with the punting of, uh, of turnovers, which I agree with you. I think Harden, um, you know, Kawhi's a safe pick. Harden has a lot of upside. How are you going to pair through? Are you going to do a complete punt? Or... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with Harden, I don't see how you can't or, or how you don't punt because you you're to. not going to win that category at all, yeah. even with Chris Paul taking over a lot of the ball handling duties. So I'm now I'm looking for high turnover guys, just as a little bit of an added bump. Um, you know, with the shooting guard, or I guess point guard as they've listed it here. Um, you know, position taken care of. I might start to look at big men. Uh, I do see Miles Turner's off the board. Porzingis is off the board. John Wall is off the board. So, um, you know, Draymond Green. You know, he, he kind of stands out as a guy that um, 
you know, is going to turn the ball over a little bit more for a player of his position. Uh, so I might look at that. And and then we get that big, the big man point you guys made earlier was huge. The big man depth is weird this year. Yeah, it um, is. There's a lot of mid to, I'd say mid tier guys, not a lot of high end guys. Now the high end guys are off the board. It's probably time to wait a little bit there. Yeah. John Wall, 17. Paul George goes 18. Uh, Damian Lillard goes 19. So Bruski, you're two picks away here. And uh, I mean, you got some options. Draymond Green, I think, is a great pick. He's a as we we have dubbed, he's a stuff and things guy. Hassan Whiteside goes twenty, so Jay is up, and then you, uh, best guys on the board: Butler, Green, and not a lot of big men, of course. So, what are you thinking, Bruski? What I'm thinking right now is Draymond would be the the safe play for me. I think he's as safe as it's gonna get in the second round or probably the second round. So yeah, I'm Ooh, hoping he's, he's the guy that Kyle. falls. Kyle Lowry goes. So I'm gonna end up taking Draymond Green if I could actually kick the right buttons on this <laughs> machine here. Which of course is a challenge for somebody like me. There you go. What? All I want in this world is Joel Embiid. Make Come Joel on, Embiid let fall back to well, and, and, take and, Joel Embiid no, in a no. mock the Welsh. I have. Well, and I that's the thing. Him. I would love to take Joel Embiid. So if you could just not take him, that would be great. No, I, all I want is Joel Embiid. I, I, Bogman, I agree with you, and I'm totally for messing around and changing stuff up. The big <laughs> men suck ass. I no. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. Ah. Yes. Yes. Damn it. Ah, oh, God, my day is made. There's no Thank good you. big men now. This is stupid. Now Can you I have to take Brooke Lopez. How dangerous this is. Like taking Joel Embiid. Where did he go? 23 See? in a nine cat league. This it's is too crazy. high, right? I, I, it's I, way too high. He's only coming back. How are you going to have Embiid without, I mean. Without giving it up? Somewhere, yeah. like I think in the third round, you can start to think about it. He was fine for me at 27 because I'm practically a wheel pick. And he, yeah, and I, you are basically. And I wouldn't pick. mess around. I did this before. That's the time like when I not. took Carl Anthony Towns. I took Embiid before the wheel because, and that's where Bespers didn't like it because I took him on the wheel. But I wasn't going to get. He was going to go on the wheel, so you I did not want to risk it. You want at the wheel? That's the problem right. with the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Right. This sucks. Yeah, these are the worst players available. This could not <laughs> be a work of Mike Conley. Goes these are I. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know we did. Uh, I did the uh, the Roto World, and I had the Roto World draft. And I had the same pick you did, and I took McCollum there. I have to. Right I where took, you are? I, this is awful. What did I take into <laughs> Kuwombo? Oh my god! <laughs> I've never seen players. you so flustered. I don't want any of these players. <sighs> Three seconds. Kimba Walker. Kemba Walker. You don't, you're not a Kemba guy I'm either. I'm not, but point guard. I mean, see, now, here's what's going to happen. I just set the whole damn table about big men, and I'm going to probably walk out of this without a big man. Oh, quick pick me. Take, Thank you. Take Brooke Lopez. And it's a two-center league, so you got to figure, I mean, you're really hunting at the end of drafts for, the, there's, a, there's a bunch of low-end guys, but you're really hurting if you go up against a team that's got two good bigs. This is so gross. I mean, look, you do have big man stats with uh, GA. I'm gonna have to take. No, you can't. I don't want to take a saw. I kind of want to take Gordon Howard. Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Say Howard. I'm gonna take a saw. I just can't get stuck. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, I mean, smart, safe play. I hate playing it so safe, but I have to. I have to. That that is literally the worst case scenario. Me taking Kimball Walker and and and, (laughs) I'll say Powell, Marcus All, two and three. It makes if I didn't have GA, I would despise this team to all. Uh, this is brutal. I 
I love this team for you because you hate it so much. But how much it. better is it than a team with Embiid? Brewski? It's not. It's not. Uh, this Embiid stuff is going to go crazy as we get closer to the draft. He'll be healthy. You'll see some highlights. There will be reports that he's healthy and fine. I think that he could be either, you know, the, he could be a disaster for teams. Um, how many games? Oh, man. I, I oh, That's like throwing a dart. I'd say 66. He's, he's a first round. He, if he plays 66, he's a he, first yeah. round player this year. You know what? Uh, this is what close, I want. Yeah. I want all of the ITL members to completely give me things and I'll return nothing except my love for Embiid. I need an <laughs> Embiid jersey. Everybody that believes in my love for Embiid, I need you guys to all pool and get me an Embiid jersey, and I will wear it. What size it. is that jersey? It's way too big. It's way. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it's way too big. And then I also need someone that's a really good seamsman, because when I lose weight, I'll need to not be wearing a parachute. So that's part of the big problem. Uh, by the way, Otto Porter went 31, is a great nine-cat pick. Eh, a little high for my blood, but it's good. Uh, Kevin Love, 32. Paul Millsap, 33. And Gordon Hayward went 34. So yeah, uh, Bruce, and, I was, and I was looking at Hayward. I, I'm looking at my team. I need a little bit of scoring. Um, it's it's uh, because I took Draymond Green and, and Hayward would have fit the bill there. And now I'm going to go with oh, I mean, this is this was a little tough. Um, no, not tough at all. Actually, I'm going to fortify the point guard position. I'm going to go Eric Bledsoe. And it's strange. But when you punt turnovers, I think, you know, you just want to blow it up. There's other picks that I have ranked a little bit higher, but you know I think in this kind of build that I've got here, I've I've got to find a way to um, you know maximize my value. And since I'm giving away a category, a category that I don't typically mind giving away, um, but Eric Bledsoe, even with all of the BS that goes on in Phoenix, you guys are fully aware of how that all works. Even if he gets traded, I'm probably not getting hurt too much. So I'm going to go with Eric Bledsoe, I like even it. though there's a lot of point guard depth on the board. Take him up. Now you can pick him. All right, let's do this. If I can do it on time. Boom. Done. Yeah, I like I'm, now, I'm, I'm a Bledsoe guy, so I'm, how, I'm cool with that. How worried are you about the shutdown? Because they did it last year if they were not to trade him. Like, what is your level? of? Because I'm actually kind of more worried about Bledsoe being shut down than I am a guy like Joel Embiid getting shut down. I, you know, th that was an example that Damn was uh, really focused on by the commissioner, and I, I don't think they can get away with doing it twice in a row. Um, Sarver, you know, for all of his money issues and, you know, questions about whether or not he even wants to be in the league, I think that he's cognizant of not pissing off Adam Silver again with that particular thing because Bledsoe ah. basically just said, I'm, I'm healthy. I want to play. And they're like, no, we want to, we want a draft pick. So yeah, it was a weird I, situation. It's a weird thing. Phoenix, I'm not comfortable with a lot of those guys for that reason. Yeah. Uh, we had Al Horford go 36. <laughs> Chris Middleton went 37. Damn you. <laughs> uh, Brooke Lopez, 38. Bogman, you are three picks. I wanted. Brooke you Lopez. You love so Brooke Lopez bad. this year. It's so weird. Blake Blake Griffin went 39. Who do you want now, Boggs? Uh, I'm going to go with two point guards uh, when it comes up to me. And I'm going to go with Rubio and Dragic. Yeah, I, God, I hate you. DeMar DeRozan goes 40. <laughs> this is unfortunate. The player. I always there. hate Rubio's shooting percentage, but he doesn't shoot the ball that much. Yeah. So it doesn't kill you that much. I mean, you know, and LeBron. I've got LeBron, so I'm going to be fine with field goal. Oh, percentage. not taking damage. And Goran went one pick ahead of me. Yes. Of course. Yes. That was Goran. Ah. All right, so you're taking right, Rubio so. and who? 
Rubio. And take Mello. I am not. I'm not taking. Mello. You should take Mello. Uh, I'm gonna take Oladipo. Oladipo! God damn it! Are you kidding me? Come on! Disappointed! This is the worst draft. I love you ever. too, the Welsh. I mean, usually when I hate Oladipo and Ruby, <laughs> usually when I hate my draft, it ends up being really good. But I am hating this. There goes Drew Holiday at 44. This is stupid. All right, Bruski. Uh, six picks away. What do you think you're going to do here? I've got, I'm sitting here. I've got a point guard, a shooting guard, playing point guard, and a small forward playing point guard. So I really need a big man. Looking at the list, I've got you know sure. some guys I probably would rather wait on. And then um, it, this is the trouble that you get into with the big man conundrum is you're going to end up waiting and waiting and waiting, and then you're going to end up picking from a really bad pool. So I'm either going to have to reach – which I, th- I don't think I'm going to do that this time. I think I'm going to gamble a little bit. And I know one target won't make it back to me. Uh, it's probably Gorgie Jang. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw the name out there right now. Yeah. And um, so then I'm going to go BPA in another area. And, whew, man. Okay. We've had, and by the way, we've I'm gonna had, end up reaching. I'm going to end up reaching for somebody, but heck, why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, we've had, uh, let's say, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Jordan, Nurk went 46. So it is so true. Of the 14, the 16, man, the player pools just deplete. You know, you do a lot of 12, man. Uh, Nicholas Batum goes 47. You don't ever want to feel really good about your 12-man drafts? You should only do 14-man mocks. That's always been a huge (laughs) suggestion I've had for a couple years, is do 14-man mocks. You'll be surprised. Batum and Voot goes, so you are one pick away, Bruski. So what's going to be the reach? Yeah, the the pick is going to be, man, this is a reach. If I was playing it safe and there was a lot of money on the line, I'd probably go Gary Harris, but I'm going to reach and I'm going to go Aaron Gordon. Um, ah. finally playing power forward like he needs to, you know, I do worry about his health and, uh, but if he could stay healthy, he's going to have a really good season. I think he won't burn me as long You're as uh, he stays healthy. All right. Where the hell are you at? <laughs> if that is your real name, <laughs> I, you know, the 32nd clock, it really keeps you on your toes. It I'll does. definitely say that. I got that in with 13 seconds. To spare. You got it. Look at that with 13 to spare. Yeah, uh, Aaron Gordon was definitely the highest guy on my list. So, but what do you think about where all these centers are going? Are they going too high? I mean, Vuk went this round. Nurk went this round. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, are these reaches, or this is this Damn what it. you have to do? No, Lonzo yeah, Ball goes 15. They're, they're definitely reaches. I, I just, you know, I get why people are doing it. And the problem, though, is I don't think that the positional value is necessarily there when you look at the kind of the draft as a whole, the advantages that the centers have can kind of be made up for by these mid and late tier guys. So it's just a case that you look at the names and you go, oh, I don't really want to rely on Clint Capella or Serge Ibaka or, you know, even further down the list. They're just not sexy names. But, you know, if you look at the numbers and you look at where the depth is in the draft, you probably want to wait. So it's, it's a tough this is a tough draft for big men. And I think a lot of people, even experts, are going to get burned. Isaiah Thomas is still out here, by the way. I'm one pick away. I know exactly who the Welsh is taking unless there goes Thomas Isaiah Thomas. Huh? There goes Isaiah Thomas. I know. I know who I you think, think I'm going to take here, and I'm not going to take not? him with this pick. I might take okay. him with the next one. You think I'm going to take Ben Simmons? Nope. Oh. Um, I'll save it. I'll save it. Go oh, ahead and pick. Man, this is a bad spot. <laughs> I am. Should take a Baca, but your team's already boring. No, but I mean, I real. I, that's who I'm looking at. I might have to take a Baca. <laughs> this sucks. Yep. I'm going to go Baca. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, the Welsh complained at like because all the the mocks that we've done, he's picked low. He's like, I want a high pick, I man. I want to get a good player. And there's no way you hate your team. You that you have hated a team more than you hate this one because nah. this is so boring. This is the worst boring team I've ever had in my life. And I'm really <laughs> torn here. There goes uh, well, that made it easy. Devin Booker guaranteed. Uh, ben Simmons goes right here to Joe. He'll always do. Oh, this. Joe is a Ben Simmons guy. Though. Yeah, like. Which is this is the person I I associate Ben Simmons with. He may skip him because he's mocking. Now, I think I know what I'm going to do here. I got the two most okay. boring big men on the planet, and I've got Intenta Kuombo. Uh, I've got uh, Gasol Abaka, Intenta Kuombo, uh, which I'm b- butchering his name, I guess, and Kimba Walker. Wow, he took Valanciunas. No Ben Simmons. Valueless. I'm not going to take Valueless here. And according to Yahoo's ranks, I'm going to reach – this is right in the, the category of where I need to take him because he will not make it back to me. And um, I want to experiment with taking him high. I'm going to take another guard because Lonzo Ball went. I'm going to take me Smith. some Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, I, that's the pick I yeah, thought you were making. You knew before. I was taking mm. Dennis Smith. That's my boy. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I love it. That's my boy, Dennis roll Smith. Roll the dice on him. Yeah, I got I to roll the dice in a 14, man, for sure. Gary Harris there goes, goes 59. There Gary Harris. I would have taken Jeff Teague, by the way, if uh, he were there, but yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> that's another like safe one where you would have been going, Bleh. I mean, Schro- Schroeder's a, like a, he's fine. He's definitely fine, but I, I like the upside of Dennis Smith with this. If I also your have field goal percentage in. is bad, I like Shooter just because Atlanta doesn't have much. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that we like is uh, point guards on bad teams, right? That's why Jeremy Lin all of a sudden is going to be healthy for everyone else's team when he could only play 30 games for my team last year. Yeah, that's true. God. Gary Harris, Nerlens Noel, and Alfred Payton. Bruski, you are one pick away after Eric picks, so what do we got? I'm just thrilled if Jen can hang on for one more pick. I'm going to take him, get my first big. And, uh, you know, I, there's there you, you talk about Schroeder. I, it's a hard thing to pass Schroeder You're because up. if yep. I'm punting turnovers, oh, I got this. If I'm punting <laughs> turnovers, then, you know, Schroeder's a really good play for me. Um, you know, I'm sitting on a couple point guards, more or less. And I clicked the button there. Uh, I could easily talk myself out of that pick. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of duplicative of the stats. So, um, you know, it's a great time for me to finally pick up a center. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, this is like... These teams are going to be fascinating to look at at the end here. Bogman, where where are you like crossing your fingers to try to get here? What does your team look like, Boggs, by the way? Uh, right now, I've got LeBron, Miles Turner, Oladipo, and Rubio. Um, Boy, I really like that team, actually. Aldridge goes so 64. I hate the centers here. Yep. Uh, I mean, because it's, it's Gortat, it's uh, Hernan Gomez for me. You know, guys like this. I don't want to... Like I, I, I like Gortat, and he may wind up being a pick. But right now, the top of my board, well, it was Schroeder. Yep, Damn and then Schroeder went six. We had uh, Aldridge, Ariza, Schroeder, and then uh, Andrew Wiggins went 67. I mean, I've got Carmelo up there. Melo's still out there. Melo and Avery Bradley. Do it. Take Melo. I'm probably going to take Melo. Oh, that's great. Uh, I might excited. go It'll Avery Bradley and, and... Nope, you're not well, taking Melo. There goes Carmel. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Bradley and Gortat. That's unfortunate, because I was really hoping... Uh, I mean, Gortat's Bradley. boring, but he does the things that you want for a center, right? And he's reliable. So uh, I, I kind of like that pick. I want to take another guy later, but... I gotta go. I gotta go with my UT guy. I mean, Avery Bradley helps me field goal. Not percentage. taking Gortat. What is the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> what? Slap. I'm not taking Gortat. Okay. So 
Jesus Christ. Right. Avery Bradley's one. Uh, you got 28 seconds to figure out the other. And I'm going to reach, and I'm going to take Marquis Chris. Oh, damn it. This is dumb. This is stupid. Can I, I can't have anything. I have to have a Baca and Gasol. I can't even have Marquis Chris. I want winners. That's Are these, well, what do you think of those picks, Brewski? It's dumb. Okay, Bradley, uh, I don't know. I could go either way on that. The, the hard part with Bradley is he was asked to rebound last year because the Celtics sucked at rebounding, and now he goes and plays with Andre Drummond. So that piece of value that really kicked him up, I don't think he's going to have. I like him as a player. I think he could take a step forward and meet that that value right there. And then Chris is just an ult- ultimate upside play, playing for a bad team. Probably wants him to do really good after the trade with the Kings because – that trade with the Kings is looking pretty good for the Kings. So I would I'd say that's a good pick. Um, maybe a little early, uh, but I don't know. You gotta know your opponents here. You guys might have been talking about Chris for weeks. Everybody in ITL is like, I'm drafting Marquise Chris. And you can see it in the chat room right there. A lot of them are upset that you picked them. So if you <laughs> like the player, then you gotta you gotta just make the play. Man, yeah. This is so uh, I, I mean, mean especially I still... 14 man, by the way. I don't mean to interrupt, but like 14 man, like like sometimes you don't need to get cute. Sometimes in fourteen, man, you're gonna have to get a little bit cute, um, and that just you know because especially if you have a long swing before your picks. I have two picks that are Bogman. And I essentially have two picks that are back to back. We kind of need to make our move because there's a long run. Brewski, you can kind of play a little bit because you got this this same length that's just gonna be working every time between. You know, you you can let fall what fall. We kind of know well this is not happening. Like I have to take these two players here because like Dennis Smith was not making it back to me. So that's why you go and make that move, especially in a 14-man. But, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe even the 8-9 is not a horrible place. You are one pick away, Brewski, as uh, Randall, Lynn, and Crowder went. Where are you going? Oof. Oh, you're up now. You know, Harrison Barnes. You know points, points are a little bit scarce right now. So um, and, and I need some bigs uh, in general. Now, there aren't any great bigs on the board, um, especially that do points. Uh, so I'm going to go boring with this. I'm going to take Tobias Harris. Damn, Toby. He hasn't been picked. Uh, no, he's up you there. Know, you got, you got eight up. seconds. Gotta he's, pick him. he's boring. He's totally boring, and the, the Pistons are boring. But, you know, they got a little continuity going. He's a decent nine-cat player, even though I'm punting turnovers. He's just, um, you know, I'm not going to swing and miss with that pick. I'm thinking I could probably get one of these bigs of the Clint Capella mold a little bit later. I really like that. By the way. I was hoping. My I was hoping Harris. For bigs. Yeah, and like I'm not a big, <clears throat> I'm not a big Tobias Harris guy, but I was really hoping he was going to kind of fall down here. Clint Capella just went 79. By the way, the big elephant in the room, Dwayne Wade went. Andre Drummond is still on the board. Like, I mean, in the punt free throw range. Not an elephant in my room. I'm not taking him. No, I know, you know but I'm. Just he didn't get blocked throw, last guys. year either. He didn't. That's exactly right. That's the thing right. that bothers me. It's like and, you're uh, not DeAndre, getting the DeAndre blocks Jordan to get blocks either. So right. I think that I think nobody wants to punt free throws this year because these guys aren't worth the squeeze. Man, I'm one. Yeah, if they came here. with blocks and boards and were dominant like they were in years past, I would understand it. But they just weren't dominant last year. I've only. They can always return to form, but. Well, it's I'm hard with the punt them. free throw, too. If you go and you start taking punt free throw guys and then you get one wild card in your league that doesn't kind of realize that it's t- it's tough with two teams doing it, right. now you guys are picking against each other. And so I think a lot of savvy fantasy players have moved off of punt free throw and into these other kind of more exotic, if you will, punt builds. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's weird. We're not going to see any of these guys, I think, drafted like 9 or 10 like we've seen in the past. I've seen DeAndre Jordan go as high as 2 for – Last you know, couple of picks, we had 
uh, Wade, Hernan Gomez, Warren. I took T- I took uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Jamal Murray is a great pick at 84. Why did we let him slip? That's unfortunate. And then I'm one pick away with not a clue what I want to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, what position homie. do you need? I don't know. I need everything. <laughs> this is not. Oh, Matt. Uh, I just don't like anything goes. that's going on here. Yeah, it's the, ugly, the man. The muttering. This is just, this is horrible. These players are so bad. Oh, do I want to take that? I don't want to take that guy. I'm going to take him, though. Mm. Yeah, this is not good. I don't like this, but I'm going to do, do this something here. Ugly. Some stuff and things. I'm going to take that young. Okay. I don't like that. I, don't like I mean, that he, he does. I know that's one of Bespris's favorite. Mm-hmm. Is that young. And and Thad Young's a good player. I um, mm. he's just kind of he is kind of free throw punty, but he doesn't shoot as many as those other guys. So I'm very you don't dominant. Have to that, give it up. One of the things I've done with this team when people take a look at it is I don't turn the ball over a lot. I'm a high percentage. I'm, this is a very stuff and things team. So I'm ha- I'm happy with where it is. It's just it's definitely it's dreadfully boring. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki goes 87. Adams goes 88. Derek Favors, my dude, goes 89. Everyone's going early. Really wish I had got on that, Jamal Murray. I'm really disappointed in that. There goes Drummond finally at 90. And Bruschi, you are up. Well, and thankfully. And so, again, I'm going to have to go a little boring here. But we're we're looking at centers. And I'm looking at my list. And, and we've officially hit the end of the tier. <laughs> so I'm going Greg Monroe. He does turn it over a little bit, which pumps him up a tiny bit in terms of his value for my build. A lot of risk that he might fall apart but you know if he actually gets traded and ends up somewhere and 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 gets 28 minutes per game then i have a little bit of built-in upside too isn't the risk with him jason kidd being crazy and benching him for thon maker and stuff like he did last year that that, all that nonsense was so weird i think he bottomed out last year and still did fairly well so like we've seen the floor i don't know that he can play him any less than 22 minutes per game um you know, he, he's the, the shine has come off him. He's definitely more of a bruiser. He's not built for today's NBA. And uh, so if he gets 25 minutes per game, I'll be happy. All right, we had uh, Monroe obviously went. Brogdon, the Brogdon went 92. Pau Gasol, 93. James Johnson, 94. As my draft list just deteriorates. It is just. <laughs> that James Johnson pick is really good. Really um, like he's he's definitely going to be, um, you know, he staying in Miami, he'll, he'll maintain his uh, – his cardio, he'll stay in shape. I think he learned a lot last year. You worry about him maybe a little bit too old, but I think he's going to have a great season. Bogman, you were up in one pick. Dwight Howard goes mm-hmm. 96. I wonder, did he, did that guy also? You no, know, two different people did not take Howard and uh, Drummond together. I just think it's so silly. Just take the punt guys together if you're going to do it. Bogman, you're one pick away. What do you want here? Uh, I want a point guard, but mm. I can't find one. There seems to be... Almost nobody left. I don't want to take Rajon Rondo. Ah, it's getting ugly here. Um, How about your boy Pat Bev? I do have him very high on my list, but uh, okay. So I'm going to reach a little bit and take Darren Collison. Hmm. And debating. Go away, Baton. Go away. Bait. I think Debatin. I'm going to pull the trigger on my guy. I'm going to draft the monster. Oh, you're going to draft. I was about to say you're going to draft Boban. Boban. And he was running the floor in Eurobasket. It's just insane to see a man that size running the floor. I know. I know. And he's one of those big guys. (laughs) 
he's one of those big guys that could last half a season, and I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, I don't know. His permanent averages are good, and he's going to play more. So I like Boban, especially with all these weak centers around. It was either him or Deadman. So. Yeah, uh, Marcus fun. Smart goes 100. I'm actually coming around back around on Marcus Smart. What do you think, Bruce? Bruce, what's your team look like real quick? You know, uh, the punt build's going fine. I've you know, definitely um, got a lot of turnovers, and I need points, I think. Um, I think that the points are the most scarce thing on the board right now, and I'm weak in three-pointers. I've got three, four, maybe five categories I feel good about right now. Uh, I'm looking to hit on some of these sleepers that I've got, and... Uh, Actually, there's a good a good amount of value in this draft right now. Also, wondering a little bit about a punt um, strategy that includes Rajon Rondo. Uh, he could be <laughs> really good if you're punting the turnovers. Um, I don't know that my percentages are healthy enough to sustain that, but we will see here well, shortly. One pick away: Rudy Gay, George Hill, Willie Colley Stein, and Markeith Morris went 104. So you are one pick away here. So uh, what is the pick? Um, well, it's definitely not going to be a big man. It's probably. Um, I am looking and I am seeing in my future. Ooh, there's Deadman. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rajon Rondo here. It's gonna solidify my point guard position to where I probably don't need to make a move. It, the whole Rondo thing is crazy. New Orleans is basically gonna hand him the car keys because that's what Demarcus Cousins wants them to do. In a nine cat build, I typically wouldn't take him, but again, I'm punting turnovers, and uh, he's got a lot to prove. He's just uh, Rajon Rondo. You know what you're getting. <laughs> that is the absolute truth. Yeah, you know, you're getting horrible percentages, but a little bit across the board, everything else. So. Some of the other stuff and things here. Ooh, that guy. I like that guy. Filling out the list here. Yeah, there is some value. There's some good ah. value picks here. As uh, Sweet Lou goes 107. That's a good pick. I don't know where I want to go because there's a lot of guys I value right in the same range here. And looking at my team, my team is Kimball Walker, Tim Hardaway Jr. There goes Zach Levine. Just went... Walker, uh, Hardaway Jr., Dennis Smith Jr., all the juniors, G.A., Abaka, Thad Young, and Marc Gasol as Brandon Ingram goes 109. Dang it. So <laughs> I'm one pick away. More muttering. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm all muttered out in this one. I'll tell you one thing I don't have is three-pointers, and I feel like that leads me to Michael. Hey, your boy Michael Kidd Gilchrist went, Bogman. Yeah, I'm not a Michael Kidd Gilchrist guy this year, Brewski. I, I think that uh, Dwight Howard just swallows up the whole front court of whatever team he's playing for. Like he he sapped um, Paul Millsap a little bit last season. Uh, Baysmore, we're expecting more stuff from. I mean, what what do you think about Michael Kidd Gilchrist? I think you nailed it. And you know, the rebounding grade will go down a little bit, and you know, just playing a little bit further away from the hoop. And you wonder about the pairing, even because he can't shoot next to a guy like Dwight Howard. Maybe they'll try to stagger those minutes. But I think if we were going to see something, we'd have seen it by now as far as a big step forward. So he had a great cumulative season last year that went right. way underneath the radar. But expecting him to stay healthy and then be relevant, it's a tough sell. I took uh, Josh Richardson at 111. And then Kaminsky went, and I'm just deciding. Like I said, I got a whole little pairing here, guys, that I want to take. Giving <laughs> serious thought to J.J. Redick. Uh, what about uh, if you're looking for threes? I was going to say Buddy Heald. Uh, well, yeah, Eric Gordon's on the board. Uh, I'm debating here between two players. It's J.J. Redick and another guy I don't want to say if he falls because I could probably use these threes. <laughs> Boy, uh, I'm going to go with Redick. 
Let's get some threes. Let's get some threes action. So I'm not going to say the guys that I'm hoping that come back here, but I do have a nice little list that's grouped up here. Bogman, what does your team look like? Right now I've got Rubio, Oladipo, Bradley, uh, LeBron, Miles Turner, Marquise Chris, uh, Boban, and Collison. God, you lo- that is this is your favorite team you've ever made. Yeah, yeah, this is usually my favorite team. Miritich I've goes one fifteen. So what are the actual players that you have, Bruski? I, I mean, you're a couple picks away here. Rattle off your team. I got Harden, Green, Bledsoe, Jang, Harris, Aaron Gordon, Greg Monroe, and Rondo in that order. And I took Rondo basically because I have a bunch of guys that I think are going to fall. So um, he wasn't a great fit. I need points and threes in the worst way. I probably need some blocks, and uh, my field goal percentage is trash. But I'm not dead in the water in any any one category except for turnovers. So I'm looking for a, a three-point score right now. I know who I'm going to take. Um, it might be a little early because I think he might fall a little further. You're but up. now that it's my pick, I'm going to take Alan Crabb. Ah, that's a good um, okay. He's been going a little low in drafts, and he's a really good offensive player. There's Krabby. not a lot of – Yeah, exactly. Crabby. And he's not – going to, I think, get a lot of competition for that primary scorer's role, except for D'Angelo Russell, of course. But, you know, Kenny Atkinson is going to pull them back, you know, these kids that really don't know how to play. And I think Alan Crabb's going to be given a lot of leash there. We had a couple of the other picks. We had Miracic, uh, Ingres, Curry, Lopez, and then Krabby. Didn't know you could ball, Krabby. man. Oh, damn! Krabby! How many yards you got tonight, man? I didn't know you could hoop too, Odell. You you have our last guest had not seen that video, Bruski. You've seen that video, right? Of the guy just sitting there hounding him, calling him Odell. <laughs> Did you not no. see it? Oh. They, don't, it? they don't let me out. Damn it, Bruski. Come on. <laughs> you and Bobon. You're not allowed to my, by the way, my whole list. Bobon whole, and sloth. My whole list is just depleted. Uh Train Prince went. Beverly uh, Hood and then Josh Jackson, of course. Bogman, you're two picks away here. So what are you what are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rashawn Holmes as one of my picks. Uh, plays center. He shoots well. Uh, you know, I don't like too much of buying into Philly this season just like because you. of all the stuff. But if there's one guy I'm buying, it's probably Rashawn Holmes. And then I'm not a hundred percent sold on the next pick because I hate Basically, all the players here. Panther, um, now you're up. You can ruin my life and take home, so do that. Okay, so I'm going to ruin your life first. Yep. Thank you. My life, too. Yep. <laughs> Ruined everything. I think I'm going to take... Hope it's a bad one. Eric Gordon, because I don't have... So yep. I, st- I still love Eric you Gordon. You followed through. Gonna... It was a bad one. So. <laughs> is that that's who you wanted? You wanted it? No, Eric I, didn't Gordon? Want, I didn't want Aaron Gordon. So I didn't Eric Gordon. So. I mean, I, I, Gordon was in the same range of the guys like the Buddy Heels, the JJ Reddicks, Eric Gordon. You just you you pick your poison. Bogman, I had this long Eric Gordon conversation off air, you know, about value and comparisons and stuff like that. And you know, he's going to taper down, but there's still, you know, if, if you're if you're chasing a category, he's a fine play. You know, yeah, what are your thoughts on Eric Gordon this year? I, I think he's going to take the hit more than any of the other fantasy guys that are kind of relevant in Houston as far as shots and, and opportunities go. Um, you're, you're basically hoping for an injury. Then he would be, you know, jump. He would jump up in usage quite a bit because um, then they would need him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be drafting Eric Gordon in 12 team leagues this year and a 14 teamer, though. I mean, he's got pops. So that's what you're looking for. We had uh, uh, Marcus Morris, Kent Bazemore, and Zach Randolph go. And Bruce gets up here in a couple picks. 
I'm down with the Zach Randolph now, even though there'll be a suspension now that we know he might stay in the NBA. Uh, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson goes 131. A couple picks away here in this. I like that RHJ pick. These players. <laughs> like, I spent all this time while you guys were going earlier, and I made this, like, really great list. Just, duh, 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 duh. it was just a hit job, like, going through my entire list here. And it's gone. I got some guys, but this isn't fun, as Reggie Jackson goes 132. You're so, up next, Bruce. You're up now. Be? Damn it! Scott was pick- my pick! Oh, man. Scalabissier. Damn it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take this guy this early, and I don't think he's on the radar for a lot of teams, but he fits my build so well. I need points. I need threes. I need a center, and we're starting to get to that part of the draft where people are going to say, oh, crap, I need centers right now. Uh, I'm going to take Kelly Olenek here. Um, he's going to play probably 22 minutes per game in a 14-team league that actually works for him. Um, the hope is that, you know, Hassan Whiteside actually, you know, never hurt, hope for injuries, but if he gets hurt, then Kelly Olenek becomes a fantasy stud. I, I was going to ask you because the name that popped in my head when you were talking about that was Ryan Anderson. And I, I don't like, obviously we're not taking Ryan Anderson in most leagues, but what do you think about him? If he got moved to the nets in a deal for the Rockets to pick up Carmelo, because that mm. was kind of the, the discussion before. How would you like him if that were to take place? I, I think that would be a great spot for him. Now, there are players there that can compete with him. I think Trevor Booker would have something to say about him just kind of jumping in right. and, and taking the minutes. I don't like um, uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson as a power forward as much as I think Kenny Atkinson does. I just think he's, he's kind of miscast there. So, uh, yeah, he could go there and, 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 and make some hay. And Trevor Booker is only good for about 60 games and 25 minutes per game anyway. So I think they'd use him as a center. Um, they're really light the center position. He would be a player that's in the standard league radar in Brooklyn, no, no questions asked. All right. Tyler Johnson, the Welsh. Yep, great. Uh, Dan Waiters, <laughs> Marvin Williams, Jason Tatum, Cody Zeller, and Tyler Johnson at 139 uh. was for me. So uh, then I'm surprised Johnson lasted that long. Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of falling. There's there's got Jesus Christ. Everyone's just quick picking here. Jamichael Green, <laughs> De'Aaron Fox goes 141. I'm just I'm out. What do you think here. about that De'Aaron Fox pick? Because I like him late, especially in deeper leagues, Brewski. Yeah, in a, in a deeper league like this, I do agree with the pick. I wouldn't take him in a standard league. I mean, I was just having a conversation with James Hamm on our CSN podcast uh, two, three days ago, and he's not sure that De'Aaron Fox doesn't lose some minutes to Frank Mason. Now, really? James, James is pretty plugged in with the team, and I kind of said, what? Yeah, right. Like, Frank Mason, no way. Like, how's this even going to work? I think Fox is going to have a great second half of the season. I think in 2018, in this format, I think he's going to have – top 150 value at a minimum and then there's the george hill factor if george hill gets hurt i think you're sitting on a top 75 asset. if george hill gets hurt like that's not gonna happen i yeah, took thon exactly. lol lol i took thon maker at 142 larry nance jr 143 chris dunn at 144 kcp at 145 brewski is one pick away so where are you going I'm, I'm probably trying to stack another big man here. Now, Cody Zeller went off the board, and that kind of hurt me as far as guys that I would want to target. So I'm probably going to go best man available. And I think I'm going to go with Bogdan Bogdanovich, yeah, that's a good pick. who has um, been really good in Eurobasket. And yeah, yeah. he's flying completely underneath the radar. I think he's going to outplay all the Kings, except for Garrett Temple, of course. Um, but there's a lot of organizational support in Sacramento for Bogdan. So the minute he gets out there and can actually control tempo on offense, I think they're going to feed him minutes. I Good think pick. it's going to be a race to see which Bogdan 
goes quicker. Oh, they went back to back. This is the greatest. Ow. Take a screenshot. All the Bogdans, Bogdanoviches, all go back to back. Then Wilson Who Chandler. does that? That's They're so all my amazing. Cousins. That's so, so great. And then they're like tall and I'm not. And then Hernan Gomez. All the Hernan Gomez's and Bogdanoviches are going <laughs> 150. So, Bogman, you got back to back here. What are you looking to do as Taj I'm Gibson goes 151? I'm going to take Allen Williams uh, because he's a double double machine for Good the pick. Suns. I have no idea what's going on with Tyson Chandler still, and I don't think the Suns do either. Uh, and I'm going to take Milos to Dojic. Mm, top of my list. <laughs> top of me list here, boy. This is just like. Top of me list, boy. Going through this is just a bloodbath of. I mean, 14 men. Like I told you, I can't reiterate enough. You want to have a great 12 man and feel so good about your draft. Just fool your senses into drafting a 14 man. And when you get down to it, you'll just be like, this is amazing. These people are idiots. It's because you've all you've done is 14 man because the player pool is quite different. We're at pick 154 and we still have multiple rounds. So Rivers goes, Trevor Booker, Bog, you got both your dudes, Williams and what the, what is what do we say Milos' Tadojic. name is? Tadojic? Uh, unless Bruski knows better. Yeah, Bruski, you are better with the pronunciation apparently. So what, oh, what are we doing? Is it Milos? It's Milos Teodosic. Teodosic. Oh, with a little weird accent at sure. the end. Teodosic. I will exactly. buy what you're selling there. I'm fine with buying that. So, uh, Aminu goes 156. This is brutal. These players. Look at these players' names. They're just the dumbest names in basketball. It is so brutal. <laughs> I hate every one of their names. Look at this. Marco Bellinelli. So, Ugh. so who are some super secret late round guys that you've been taking here, Brewski? Mm, um, you know, a lot of these guys have been picked. Uh, some some players on the radar are, uh, you know, guys like Torian Prince, um, Joe Ingles, Rashawn Holmes. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are, are going really late. So uh, I've been finding their way on my team quite a bit uh, in this particular situation right here. I mean, I'm looking right now at Mo Harkless, but I'm also looking at my squad and I'm still deficient in points. And blocks. I'm in a bit of a pinch here because we only got two more roster spots to go. And so uh, I think Mo Harkless addresses another area I need help in, which is field goal percentage. So he might be the pick. Uh, good continuity there in Portland. I am up. And as far as getting a big man that might help me with the percentages, I'm probably going to punt on that here and uh, go with Mo Harkless and hope that my team is dominant in enough areas to where these deficiencies aren't going to kill me later on. Um, but the big man problem is, is, is not going away. And it's, um, you know, this is the hard part at the ends of drafts. Like it's just a limited group of bigs um, that can actually help me out. Uh, last couple of picks we had, uh, I said Aminu, we had Okafor, Derek Rose, Jakob Pertl, uh, Tristan Thompson, Markinen, and then Mo Harkless. I am a couple picks away here. I know, I know who one of your picks is, the Welsh. It's somebody and Chandler Parsons, right? Uh, no, I don't have Chandler Parsons. Actually, that's funny that you say that. No, it's not at all. The only player I want is Jordan oh. Clarkson right now. Clarkson, and, yeah, Clarkson. I just need some points, and it's just not going to happen. So I need to, I need to move on from that because nothing is going to work out properly. The other guy, you know, I, I feel like I want to do a combo if it, if I could work it out here. Nope, nope. Because nothing works out. It doesn't happen. And then they, oh, my God. And they took my other guy. Yes. That's awesome. They took John Collins. I was just about to say, I just need to get John Collins. Uh, oh, this is my favorite this draft. Welsh hates it dumbest. so much. This is the dumbest. Uh, my list just, 
They depleted. Now I'm going to have to take Chandler Parsons. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want Chandler. Nobody <laughs> wants Chandler Parsons. <laughs> now that's I'm going to tilt, have to take tilt right Chandler. There. Chandler. I'm going to take now. I'm going to take Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown. Okay, that's and then a good one. Last he was actually pick. very top of my list. Good. So I like that pick. Great. Uh, the other guy that I want. I think I'm going to go – I'm just a fan of his. He'll probably go here, of course, or goes Will Barton. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell with the Jazz. I like Donovan Mitchell. So It's an interesting question if he's got the stat set to pull off the value, but the talent is there. And yeah. In the summer league, he was jumping out of the gym. And that's why, you know, in a 14-man last pick in the draft, I would rather go on the talent side than I would, you know, the will the skill will will the minutes play out because I don't have control over that. But why not take a super highly talented player? They're going to need him to score. Yeah, you know, they don't have scores. They're going to run the slowest pace in the league again. It's it's uh, it could be ugly in that regard, but he's going to be a, a, a player to watch. That's for sure. Oh boy! All right, we're into our last picks here, and then we'll uh, take a quick look at our teams. And, uh, yeah, and then we'll just never look at these rosters again. Guys, That'll be what we do. Remember when Danny Green was going in the top three rounds? Oh, you remember when and he was good? still Man-Bear? on the board. Man He's the worst. Kyle Quinn, Justin Winslow, Justice Winslow, and Chandler Parsons went 173. So, Bruski, your last pick is up right now as Patty Mills goes 174. Yeah, you know, and this is a guy that burned a lot of people. We didn't recommend him last year because it kind of made sense that he was going to burn people, but it's Zubac. Uh, in L.A., they're going to want him to be good. Um, even if he plays just 20 minutes per game, I'm good with that and, and getting him to kind of solidify the big man slots that I neglected throughout the draft. Uh, I, I'm happy having an upside guy that I can kind of just nurse to uh, fantasy health. What horrible pick are you going to end the draft with, Bogman? Oh, uh, I know who it is. I already know who it is. Don't even tell me. I know exactly who it is. Okay. Jared Allen. Yep. Yep. I already knew. I already knew. You too. <laughs> Didn't even need to ask. Why did I even possibly ask? Um, I might change it up. I might take. Uh, Why? It's the last pick in the, the draft. G- yeah, but I I need some assists. So I think uh, you know what uh, Ross Ross Allen and uh, Ross just went. God, how do we how do we say his name from uh, from the Knicks? Bruski Tilakina. Oh yeah, N- uh, Frank Intilikina. Yeah, Intilikina. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's you, gonna, you do that's pronounce the, the ticket Intilikina. Yeah, Intilikina. That's the ticket. Yeah, just like every, Mario. Every guy, Mario and Luigi, just like that. <laughs> every guy has an accent on the end of his name. They're all Italians. Yeah, Intilikina. Bopita boopa, a boopa. Hey, hey, oh. There goes Iguodala, Al Jefferson, Wright, Muscala, and Bogdan with the last pick. pronunciation himself let's go to you Boggs. let's see what your team looks like tell us about your team and then uh Bruski and i will both take a little shot at seeing uh, what we like and dislike about the team uh, i've got rubio oladipo avery bradley lebron miles turner marquis chris boban rashawn holmes darren collison eric gordon al williams milos and tilakina Boy, Bruski, you want to start? Like, I look at this team. Well, I'm gonna let you start. What do you? What do you? What's your favorite stuff? What do you dislike? And uh, you got to pick something to dislike. So, what do you like? Man, or dislike? I, I'm trying to pull this team up on my radar. Here we go. Uh, what do I like? And what do I? I mean, uh, what stands out? I think the players are all quality players. So that's that's number one. Um, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of guys on this team where I'm looking at. I go, why would you draft that guy? Uh, so that's that's number one. So congratulations, your team's not terrible. <laughs> uh, a lot of upside. 
you know, Marquise Chris, Rashawn Holmes, uh, even Allen Williams has some pop. Uh, Teodosic, you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. Um, right. You know, in the high end side, you're you're hamstrung by that late pick. But I think as far as LeBron uh, goes, you got a safe play there. And then Miles Turner, can he climb into the top ten? That's probably the biggest question for your team. I don't think. Yeah, he can, but I don't. I don't know if he's a top ten player, but I uh, I do know that where I was picking, he was the last center that I want to start on my team if I'm taking one in the first two rounds. So. Uh, and he's one of my favorite players. And I just see that the way that Miles Turner has improved his game from uh, the beginning of his career to now. I mean, when he first started with the Pacers, they're like, he doesn't run right. you know. <laughs> so he's gone from not even running correctly to uh, being a top two round pick. So I think that there is room for improvement. I don't know about top 10. That's kind of cutting it close. I, I but, don't think so either, but you can build an argument for it. And that's what you want out of that. That, yeah. that pick. Yeah, Bob, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I, I say this with the least sexy team. It's not like the super <laughs> sexy team, but this is a classic Bogman team. I mean, I, I like I like a lot of it. I wanted Oladipo. I wanted Bradley. Rubio fits this team uh, pretty damn well. Y- you know my feelings on LeBron this year, so LeBron and Miles Turner I thought were good. I mean, you sniped me on tons of picks, so I like it. I'm not the biggest um, Darren Collison fan, but I think it was a value where you got him. I see the value in Eric Gordon. Everything you did here, I see value from. The only risks start to come in the form of like, is Boban going to you know pillage the village and murder all the people and be the Frankenstein we think he's going to be? And and the and the couple young guys and Milos and Frank, you know how well are they yeah. going to pan out? But you just got a lot of other floor guys, so I can get down with that team. Uh, I like what you did here. It's funny Yahoo's stupid system has the three of us all like near the bottom, or for some reason well, they it just adjusted Brewski, but Bogman and I, Bogman, you're the very bottom team here. Well, they didn't have reason. stats in for Darren Collison. Like, Very they true. just didn't project him. And there was somebody else. I think it was Tadojic. They didn't have Teodosic. They didn't have any uh, stats for him either. So that's probably why I'm at the projected bottom. All right. Well, let's go take a look at my team, and then we'll go to Brewski's. My team ended up looking like Kimba Walker at point. Tim Hardaway Jr., however they are setting up my stupid lineup, whatever, but Tim Hardaway Jr. at shooting guard, Dennis Smith Jr. at guard. I've got Intenta Kuwambo at small forward, Abaka, Thad Young, Marc Gasol, Thon Maker, Josh Richardson, J.J. Redick, and then my bench, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Brown, and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, go ahead, Bogman. You can start. Well, I mean, I like what you did. I know you hate it. Uh, because it's not a super sexy team, 9,000. It need to be super sexy, but literally, this is, outside of GA and Dennis Smith, these are just none of my players. I mean, I like Tim Hardaway and Josh Richardson and stuff, but it's a it's an uncommon team that I've put together. Yeah, I don't see any problems with it. I think the one problem that you and me have is we took three-point specialist. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to be into the point where I have to take a three-point specialist, but I will if I have to. So I took... Gordon, you took Reddick. There's, you know, KCP went in this draft. You don't want to be in the position to have to take those guys, but they're fine to take, especially in a 14-man draft. So, um, you know, I, I think I think your team is solid. I don't really see any problems with it. What do you think, Bruski? Well, you got Giannis, and that solves a lot of issues right off the top. Uh, I did this in my basketball monster mock. I had the boring team through four picks, um, and. So I feel you, and you can see at the end of your draft, you started really reaching for some young rookies, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, um, that might not kind of 
traditionally rank well as far as projections go. But if anything clicks with either of these guys, guy like Josh Richardson as well, who's got, you know, maybe 27 minutes per game lined up, but that heat team disintegrated last year. So if he can get 31, 32 minutes, he's got a great stat set. So your team is kind of loaded with upside guys at the end and then a lot of boring guys up top. But Giannis is going to power your team. I don't want to be the team that plays Giannis on Antetokounmpo this year. I just don't. And, you know, that can be said for a couple of the guys up top. But if Giannis takes yet another step forward, it could be game over. Yeah, I mean, I take a look at the team, you know, when hindsight, you know, after the fact. And it, it, it is a good team. The one thing I like about this, which I think is tough to do, is I don't know. I don't know if I'm a master of any craft but i'm good at all of them type of stuff like i think this is a stuff and things team i'm gonna compete everywhere i'm probably gonna do very well in turnovers my most turnover player is ga at 2.9 if you're looking at projections or like averages from last year you got like three guys that were over two blocks will be questionable steals i'm looking good assist you know whenever you can get assists from uh, out of position players that's a good thing rebounds we'll see point i mean everything is we'll see i, I just i'm going to balance i think out your really blocks well. are fine by the way because you got ga surge thad and gasol and thon if thon gets enough minutes he's going to be a block machine so i think your blocks are great yeah that's true so i'm i'm I made it out much worse than it probably was. I am happy with this team for the most part. It, I mean, I think it would do damage. I'm not sure it's a winner at the end of the day, but the thing you have to keep in mind when you guys are all looking at this is these are 14-man teams. You know, the teams are not the same, so being able to put strong depth across the board can be, can be the difference between taking home a championship and just being having a fun season where you get knocked out in the first round. But let's go take a look at Brewski's team. Brewski, what do you got? You want to read it off, and then we'll uh, dissect yeah, let's read this thing off here. So uh, James Harden, Draymond Green, Eric Bledsoe, Gorgie Jang, Tobias Harris, Aaron Gordon, Greg Monroe, Alan Crabb, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Kelly Olnick, Rajon Rondo, Mark, Mo Harkless, and Ivica Zubac. Um, so, yeah, this team's kind of jacked. Um, I don't know. You were going to say something. Well, no, I was, I was going to just start. I'll just start real quick. I actually like a lot of um, – like I, I like the commitment to the turnover stuff because I think – Harden and Bledsoe did just work so well together. The only thing that ends up being tough here is where you were talking about your percentages, where if it, it just like the dependence on how much are we punting. And I think, I mean, you know that obviously is how much are we getting into the game of punting? Like field goal percentage is out the window. Turnovers are already, those are out the window for sure. Free throw percentage. I mean, I don't know. I think he did a pretty good job. I mean, Rajon Rondo ain't going to help. And you got a couple guys on the bottom end. Hurt. He's not That's gonna really other. hurt. Yeah, you're right. You're you're good in point. I don't know. I think this is one of those teams where people are gonna be like, Well, there's deficiencies, but you're only gonna punt those two categories and you are going to compete like hell in the rest because I see guys that are rebounding all over the board. You're getting major assists, major you're gonna win steals every week. You might not win blocks. That might be one of those issues where you're punting it might be looking like three categories that are hurt, but you've got a legit chance at winning the other six. So I'm down with this. I just love the combo of Harden, Bledsoe, and uh, Draymond Green. Those three, I think, are just powerhouses with a lot of um, kind of floorish guys. You know, there's not, I don't think any of these guys can really bottom out, so I dig it. What do you think, Boggs? Uh, I like it. I, I have questions about the centers. The Are you worried at all about guys like uh, Jang when Minnesota added – uh, so much this season and Greg Monroe and well, we talked about Greg Monroe a little bit and Jason Kidd and Thon Maker being right behind him. Well, what is it? Because 
I didn't really think about Jang taking a hit. And then I think Dan mentioned it on one of his podcasts when he's going over it. And it, it got me to, to think about Jang possibly taking a hit because of all the stuff that Minnesota added. What do you think about that scenario with him? I, I think it's fair to be worried about Jang standing in Tom Thibodeau's doghouse because he would get yanked for Nemanja Bialica of all people. And <laughs> so that's a red flag. But he's kind of not fitting that squad sometimes just with the style of play that he has. And, you know, Tibbs has his guys. And Tibbs, when he has a guy, he plays in 35 minutes. He doesn't do that with Jeng. So and he's also been in trade rumors. I kind of like that, though, because if he does go somewhere else that really yeah. wants him, he can get 30, 33 minutes per game. I got him at 31 uh, this year. He's got a sweet fantasy stat set. He hits free throws for a big man, steals and blocks more than one a game in each category. So I am as a higher end big man, and I feel like he's safe even if he drops to 28 minutes per game. But this big man group is just so rough. I don't like the high end guys for the price that they cost in most cases. So I'm kind of relegated to the mid tier. Once you get to the mid tier, you're like, well, I could just wait a little bit longer. And then you get this kind of poo poo <laughs> platter of Greg Monroe, you know, Ivica Zubac and, and Kelly Olenek, who are upside guys that work in a 14 team format, I might add. But my team is really just like I've, I'm going to dominate in assists, steals. I got myself dominating in blocks, but that's probably debatable. Um, but then from there, with after those three categories and rebounds, those are my four solid categories, free throws maybe. I feel like I'm, I'm sitting on five categories where I feel very strong, but that only leaves me one to screw up with. Yeah, that's true, and that and that that's the danger that anybody gets into when you get into. This is why I don't punt. Yeah, that, and when you punt <laughs> categories, you can punt. And I've said this for you know four years now that we've been doing this. You can punt, but you got to nail the other stuff that you're doing. That's why it takes more work. You can't get lazy and just be like, oh, okay, I'm just punting free throws. No, you can't do that because you now need to make sure you are becoming more dominant. You have to start taking players like Eric Gordon, so you make sure you get threes. You've got to take higher point guys. You got to get your rebound guys you got to work more, and it can absolutely be done, and this is an instance where it looks like it. So we're not going to go through every single team because this is a 14-man. It would take way too long. We're not doing any more two-hour podcasts anymore. But we're going to go one more team and then just any last bit of uh, um, uh, wisdom that uh, Brewski wants to leave us with after this mock draft. We're going to go with the team that Yahoo projected as number one. We're going to give that guy some credit. But I would always remind you guys, you want to take a look at what the teams ended up being in this league.com, you go up to the nav bar, click on mock out, or if you find the episode, it will link you over. And you can look at the mock draft results by round and team. That is very valuable, especially when you guys are kind of getting into your ranking and you're trying to justify where to stuff go. Go look at the freaking mock drafts. I can't tell you how valuable those are in even creating your own ranks when you get into your process. So you guys can go back and read all of it. But let's give a little kudos to the number one projected team, which was our buddy uh, Stevie. It's VW Hippies team. I will read it off, and then let's just do a quick dissection here. Point guard, Pat Bev. Shooting guard is Kawhi Leonard. He's got Chris Middleton, Trevor Ariza, Vuk, Jay Crowder, Hassan Whiteside, Pau Gasol, Markeith Morris, Reggie Jackson on the bench. Wilson Chandler, Tristan Thompson, and Terrence Ross. This was the number one projected team. Bogman, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of surprised this was the number one projected team, but you know, I like the backcourt a lot. I, you know, I'm high on Beverly. I know not not a lot of people are going to be as high on him as I am. Uh, obviously, Kawhi and Middleton are great. Uh, Ariza doesn't take as big of a hit as a guy like Eric Gordon does. He still takes a little bit of a hit. And Vuk Whiteside are really good front court guys. Uh, 
Jay Howard in Cleveland, I'm not so sure about. Powell, obviously another year older, but I do like backing them up with guys like Mark Keefe, Tristan Thompson, and you know even Wilson Chandler in there. Uh, what do you think about this one, Brewski? Uh, you know what? Uh, he's ranked behind myself, ranked second in my projected uh, standings here. So that's great news. I guess you got two different projection systems that have you ranked very highly. So uh, obviously a very strong squad. Kawhi is uh, the player that I was going to take first. Um, then you get into the Hassan Whiteside, uh, you know, discussion. But his team is actually. You know, aside from a, a major assist deficiency, and he's probably punting there, um, it's actually pretty balanced for the most part. He's great in rebounds. Free throw percentage is low. You're probably not going to win that category, but it's not like a complete loss. I think you could probably sneak by in free throw percentage in a couple different weeks. So it's a balanced squad with, uh, you know, I, I, a lot of good players. So, you know, tip my hat off to him. I love it. Love me some Chris Middleton. All right, Brewski, uh, any last bits of information? It's like a little, I don't know, you can give us a little sneak preview into the Brewski 150 or any of this stuff. Just, you know, we just went through a 14-man nine cat. Is there a player that you want to cover that we didn't? A couple players, a strategy, anything? Just give us a little, leave us with a little nugget for them wanting more so they can go to hoop-ball.com, use a promo code in this league and get a couple bucks off. So what you got? Yeah, we got about seven or eight guys. It's every year. We got seven or eight guys that are just getting severely underdrafted. One that you hit on earlier, which is just a really tantalizing pick, is Rashawn Holmes. Um, You know, he's got an improving and already great stat set from last year. His free throws were a problem before last year. He really looks good from the free throw line. Really smooth game and a lot of question marks with is Jaleel Okafor even a thing and, you know, everything having to do with Joel Embiid, when you just sit back and look at it in the aggregate, asking yourself, is Joel Embiid going to last a season? Is Jaleel Okafor going to last a season? The answers are generally no. And who's the next man up? The only concern you have is that he was a hinky guy. And and Brian Colangelo has brought in Amir Johnson. And Amir Johnson is a Colangelo guy. So (laughs) are we sitting here bitching and moaning in a couple months about Rashawn Holmes not playing at all. It's a bit of a risky pick, but, man, if he hits, he's going to hit big. I like it. All right, that's perfect. So go find him, Aaron Brewski, on Twitter, hoop-ball.com. You can check out all of the content. You guys got an app. Don't you have an app? We have an app. It's called the Roto Balance app. Draft Guide subscribers get it. It is a simple tool while you draft. It's loaded with the Brewski 150 projections, so you get to see exactly all of these balance issues that we've been kind of just kicking around, eyeballing. All you got to do is enter the player name, hit add, it takes in a 30-second draft per pick, which is flying, as you see by my inability to pick. You can actually keep up because it's such a simple app. It's available for Android, so check that out. That is very, very awesome. Well, don't say that ITL ain't never done nothing for you because we got you guys hooked up. Hoop-ball.com, promo code in this league. Mr. Brewski, we always love having you on. Always love spending time with you. And everyone can be rest assured as long as he isn't super, super busy with all the crazy stuff, we will be talking uh, before even the season starts in another nice little preview episode as well as in season. So we will talk to you soon, my friend. Pleasure was all mine, John. Thank you. All right, there you go. That is the mock draft only four teams that we covered but you got through all the picks lots of analysis great stuff from brewski and uh, you know again, go read go read the results if you want to go through the whole thing here but bogman the big important thing for everyone to know 
is we have got Hell Week coming up. It is coming up next week where we are going to have positional episodes every single day of the week. Point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. And that is going to then culminate into two episodes a week where we are going to go through some ranks analysis, give you our top overall, more mock drafts. All of that's going down. So be on the lookout for it right here in the ITL Fantasy Basketball Podcast. And if you want to have so much fun in your basketball season, go check us out and join the ITL Army. You can get into listener leagues. You can talk smack in basketball in our groomy rooms. You can listen to secret shows. You can get down with all of it. It all gets crazy, and uh, we want to get you guys in the satellite leagues because I'd love for... I love, personally, I mean, I personally love my ring that I won in the very first uh, ITL um, uh, Champions League, and Bogman has won one as well. I love my ring, but I love, like, just Sending like, them blowing out someone's mind away when they get one of those rings and they send that out. It is a good feeling, and there's no reason it can't be you that's listening right there, and the ITL Army is one good step uh, to getting there. Yeah, it's uh, having a ring is a lot of fun, and it's always great to see all those tweets and all those uh, social media updates when somebody gets one because they're awesome, and Greg does a great job at OFR. So, uh, and it, it makes you want to buy one. I mean, they're awesome. So uh, they're great, and uh, we love giving them out. And, you know, a satellite league, we're not participating in that, so someone's going to get one every single year. That is right, but be on the lookout We've obviously got the Champions League. We will probably be giving you some information next week on the only way that you guys are going to be able to play against us if you're not in one of the Keeper Leagues that we have done or the Champions League. There's no other way, but there is a way that you can compete against us, and uh, we will give you some information probably next week on the Entry League. So keep that in the back of your minds if you want to compete for usually a prize we have and against Bogman and myself. So a lot happening. Follow us on Twitter. Is it the Welsh? Bogman Sports. That is going to get you covered. Send in your questions for any um, any fantasy basketball-related things. We want to do some you know ball bag type of stuff. So ballbaggitinthisleague.com. That's where you email them to. And we will cover listener questions maybe in some of these upcoming episodes. So don't stray away from it. That is the episode. Thank you again to Aaron Bruski. Good mock drafting, my friends. That was 3.0. 4.0 ranks, everything coming down the pike. For Bogman, I am the Welsh. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.